Well, welcome to Planet Retard, and we have our, our special guest today is Jamie. Uh, J- where are you from, dude? I'm from Portland. Oh, nice. Got it. Uh, so, yeah, you're in the, the belly of the weird beast. Congratulations. In the battle zone itself, yeah. And only about eight hours uh, north of us. Yeah. Yep. Nice. nice. He can probably bring some Planet Retard material without bringing any articles. <laughs> yeah. You probably have a ton of great retard stories from Portland. Plenty of first-hand experience, yeah. You can probably just turn your camera out your window, maybe. Uh, luckily enough, I'm out of the uh, metro a little ways. Good. Um, it's uh, it's nothing but coyotes and squirrels. Uh, there you go. <laughs> My uh, headphone keeps getting all jacked. Say something. Somebody say say something. something. There you go. Okay. Yeah, it's got a wonky connection, so I have to keep it like still or something is it in the yes. actual like 3.5 millimeter like yeah it's just a normal like aux size i think it's just shitty headphones i mean they were like nine dollars so it could be that yeah, i get it yeah all right so to start it out uh jamie did bring some some articles too that we will get to we're going to start it out with just you know stupid stuff uh this is your first time listening to planet retard this is your break from all the normal bullshit we all deal with so it's bullshit that usually is hilarious because people are stupid so it's very fun to find these articles and rip on them so our first oh and if you're a listener and you want to come on that's kind of what we're doing now if you are a listener and love the show then you uh hit me up and we will get you scheduled just like we did with jamie all right first story new york patients ambulance joyride ends when police spike tires this is in Terrytown, New York. A patient stole the ambulance that had taken him to a New York City hospital and took it on a 25-mile joyride that ended when pol- state police used a spike strip to stop him. The incident unfolded early Thursday after a 47-year-old man was taken to Mount Sinai Morningside Hospital in Manhattan for observation, police said. The ambulance he had ridden in was sitting outside the hospital, unlocked, unoccupied, and with the keys in the ignition when the man left the facility, a New York City police spokesperson said. The man got in and drove off. The ambulance was tracked by GPS, blah, blah, blah. State troopers spotted the ambulance near Terrytown. The driver failed to stop, and the troopers gave chase. The runaway ambulance was finally stopped, and troopers put a tire spiking device on a bridge somewhere that spans some river or whatever. The man was arrested on charges including grand larceny, criminal possession of stolen property, and a bunch of other charges. You know, whatever police can do to add charges. So, yeah, it's funny because he just... Was he crazy? Yeah, I'm that's the feet. question. The question was, was he crazy and how far did he get? I mean, I think that's pretty self-evident that he's crazy. I want to know what he was uh, arrested for, though. Was it for, like, drug use? Because that would make sense. Like, he OD'd and doesn't even say what he... He seems more like an opportunist, you know? Don't put him in... <laughs> yeah, agreed. But he he was clearly in an emergency situation before he got to the hospital, you yeah. wouldn't think an ambulance uh, patient would be able to leave and then, I mean, just because they could have driven themselves there, like if they're that fine. So why would he go in an ambulance to the hospital in the first place? I, I just think it's fun. Maybe he's an adrenaline junkie and you know what, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to steal a fucking ambulance and just. I like how the last, the last sentence of that is a spokesperson for the Mount Sinai hospital system declined to comment on the joyride. Um, how do you think your, uh, ambulance was stolen? Yeah. We really don't want to talk about that. He just walked in with the keys and and drove it. Yeah. We have, we have no security. So (laughs) he just walked out with it. And our, our hospital security is, uh, just, they they don't do things. 
<laughs> oh, these people. But hey, it's content for the show. I'm not going to complain. Keep doing this. All right. Next story is teen disqualified from Pokemon tournament for laughing upon being asked his pronouns. <laughs> Boys have a penis and girls have a vagina. So, oh, and his last name is Tran. Okay. Is this AI fucking oh, hell? No. Makani Tran, last name, was brought to tears after being disqualified from a Pokemon trading card game tournament for allegedly violating its inclusion policy. Uh, Makani Tran, who took time off school and spent 800 bucks to participate in the tournament, was brought to tears when the head judge told him he was disqualified from the event due to allegedly violating their inclusion policy by making someone feel unsafe and uncomfortable. Okay. He gave his side of the incident in a lengthy post shared from his Twitter account. That is lengthy, but um, so this is in his words, I guess. He says, on our way over to the stream area, the judge asked us for our preferred pronouns. I said, um, he or him or, uh, and I paused trying to think of the third pronoun, <laughs> the third pronoun being his. As I just stood there looking stupid, trying to think of the third pronoun, I felt embarrassed because I was failing to think of a simple word. Due to the nerves and me being embarrassed, I let out a little laugh, just a normal nervous laugh my response together ended up being um he or him or ha, 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 his that's it so it appeared that the judge became uncomfortable after tran had an awkward laugh upon being asked his pronouns so the judge said okay i just wanted to check to be safe i go by they them so don't be a jerk about it <laughs> what a douchebag oh my god he was uh, tran judge, escorted I mean. off the game stage by the head judge to whom he explained that his nerves had caused him to laugh According to the teen, he was 5-0 five, five and oh at the tournament and was given a six-round matchup. Blah, blah, blah. He said, I remember saying, wait, what? I'm so confused. I had just explained very calmly what had happened. He seemed that he was listening. Tran wrote, adding that he was brought to tears after his re request to appeal was denied. He said, I've never cried the way I cried that night. Well, he sounds like a little bitch anyway. But... He's talking about a Pokemon tournament, by the way. Yeah. Um... Being disqualified from the Pokemon uh, tournament. Oh, no. It's the worst, uh, what? worst day okay. of my life. Yeah, hold on a second. As a fellow gamer, and Pokemon <laughs> is not my fucking jam, but I will say this. Doing that at that level where you're at like an international or even a national game uh, competition, it's like doing any other fucking competition. It's just with your hands and you're a fucking nerd. So when you spend 800 bucks to get there and the grand prize when you're 5-0 and oh is getting higher and if you beat him, then you get to go on to, you know, the next... Like, yeah, I, I would have fucking bald too at that age, especially over getting asked your fucking pronouns. Like, fuck yeah, off. I would have cried now. <laughs> I was like, why has the world come to this? But the judge was such a, an unhinged teenager about it. Absolutely. Way, yeah. way more childish than this teenager who tried to explain himself. The judge was like, well, I go by they, them. So you're disqualified because that's how I identify. Like, fuck Un you. Safe. Unsafe. This is the problem with changing dictionary definitions of our fucking words. It's like, no, nothing was unsafe. Uncomfortable? Go fuck your uncomfortability. Who gives a fuck about being uncomfortable? I'm uncomfortable in this chair talking to you about fucking pronouns before a gaming competition. Get wrecked. But the, the, okay, but the whole point is that that kid felt uncomfortable being asked. That's why he left. And then he right. was accused of making people feel uncomfortable while he was feeling uncomfortable. Fuck you. That yeah. system is broken. And then here's the, you know, <laughs> double yeah, here's the obligatory apology. So the teen also clarified that he's not have a problem with using pronouns, nor, oops, nor did he give any negative intentions. So I'll, I got some pronouns for you, but I mean, you probably won't like them. 
So yeah, that's about it. But just the fact that they made a big deal about it. Like, can you imagine if I was in it? I, I wouldn't even say his or him. I'd just be like, uh, uh, pronouns are get and fucked. No, what you would do, what I would do is I would list non-pronouns that are indicative of being a guy. Like, oh, yes, my pronouns are balls, wiener, and scrot. <laughs> uh, scrot with a capital S. Thank you. I'll thank yes. you to uh, recognize that. Yes. So next one is sniffing other people's sweat can help treat social anxiety, study suggests. That is disgusting. <laughs> Using mindfulness as an anxiety therapy could be more effective if participant participants sniff sweat at the same time, a new study suggests. And it shows some dude with like sweat stains, which is just great. <laughs> it says armpit sweat was taken from volunteers who watched either happy or scary films. Uh, the samples were then used alongside more traditional mindfulness therapy to treat social anxiety. The study revealed mindfulness was more effective when combined with sniffing the body odor. The study involved 48 women who suffered from social anxiety, some of whom were exposed to clean air and others to body odor. Patients were oh, p- patients who completed a mindfulness session while exposed to body odors saw a 39% reduction in social anxiety. Oh my shit, just went weird, man. While without body odor, there was a 17% reduction. So the researchers believe there's something about human sweat that affects the response to treatment. However, said more work is needed to confirm the link. <laughs> really? Yeah. So I, that's actually something that makes kind of sense just because of like pheromones and, you know, the primal nature. Like, you know, uh, it's something you wouldn't, it's like a subconscious thing. You know, you're not like, it's like animals, Ooh. like how our cats are used to each other because they know each other's smell. But then when another cat comes in that they don't know, they're going to flip out because yeah. it smells different because everyone smells different. So maybe smelling all these different sweats, which is gross, by the way, uh, helps people because they're like they're connecting with people without having to face people. So they're getting over it. Yeah. Two things. Subconsciously. First of all, researchers, congratulations, your taxpayer dollars <laughs> at work. Number two. Um, I feel like this is just a subliminal way to try to normalize creepy Joe. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just treating my social anxiety, little kid. No problem. <laughs> oh, wait. You're not old enough to sweat yet. It's my favorite. <laughs> well, you know, dip- it's also a way to, uh, to know who to avoid on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> that guy well, that's d- just coming up to you and huffing a little too hard. <laughs> like, I'm, I promise I'm just anxious. I don't I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> on the dance floor with social anxiety, but can I sniff you to help? <laughs> I, I guess it would depend also on the particular odor because there's some uh, yeah. people that that makes me way more anxious and Fuck, I want to yeah. say say something to them, but other people I'm just like, "Ooh, you smell like onions on enchiladas." And everybody well, I, knows that smell. That one uh, friend they have, you know, that just smells like onions thank you for saying enchiladas because the first thing I was going to say was actually there are some people who sweat and it makes me a little hungry. Yeah. It's like, is that chili powder I'm getting with notes of uh, cumin? <laughs> Maybe smoked paprika? Curry? This chorizo pits. <laughs> <laughs> chorizo pits. Oh my God. That's why do I have to sign in? I'm not signing into this. The mirror, our favorite, favorite bullshit place. So I just thought this was funny because these are such gay fucking pranks. But it's best April Fool's Day 2023 pranks to play on your family, including frozen breakfast. Woohoo! <laughs> gotcha. 
Yeah, so first is frozen breakfast the night before April Fool's Day. Fill a bowl with cereal and milk, half submer submerge a spoon, and then put it in the freezer. Serve it up to your victim in the morning and watch as they struggle to work out why they can't budge a spoon. I don't think it would take very long. While they struggle to work <laughs> it out. Okay. Uh, next one is swapped cereal. I mean, that's a classic. Do that on not April Fool's Day. Uh, text a typing dots GIF. I think I've seen this one before, actually, but it's at least on iPhone. When somebody's typing to you, you know how it puts up that little bubble of three dots that are moving? So, yeah, send somebody that after you're talking to them, and they'll just be staring at their phone like idiots trying to figure out why you aren't texting them back. Brilliant mirror. Uh, spider silhouettes. Lame. Colorful water. I I've never even thought of this, but if you have food coloring laying around, wipe some on the underside of your kitchen or bathroom tap spout right where the water comes out and it will dye the water as it flows out of the tap. So that could be fun. Put some red in there and make them think you got uh, blood water. That's the first good one I've heard on this. Yeah. All right, let's keep uh, going. <laughs> swap beds. If you've got kids who are heavy sleepers, pick them up and move them into a different bed after they've dozed off. Are you fucking shitting me? Have you ever tried to move a sleeping kid? They wake up like immediately. It says unless they're heavy sleepers, but no. Uh, fake tattoo. This is something we did uh, in the 90s when we were drunk. Oh, okay, never mind. I thought they meant a Sharpie tattoo. Text Yo, a family member and... Gaslighting, man. Yeah, pretty much. Like, they don't even know, like... Just change the clocks, move fuckers around. Oh, uh, okay, so this one's actually kind of funny. So it says, text a family member and tell them you've had a tattoo done in their honor... Edit a picture of yourself so it looks like you've got a large tattoo of their name somewhere conspicuous, like your face, neck, or forearm, but make sure there's a spelling error or mistake in the tattoo. <laughs> I might do that to my parents. That actually probably be funny. Regrets? No regrets? Right, right on my neck. Uh, change the clocks in the house. Yeah, that's classic gaslighting. <laughs> oh, is that? Okay. Glass half full. Lay breakfast out for your family in the morning, but with everybody's drinks upside down. To do this, fill a glass with water and then put a, a card over the top, put the glass face down on the table, and then very quickly pull out the card. The water will be trapped inside the glass, and there'll be no way to pick it up without spilling it everywhere. <laughs> that sounds like a way to piss moms off everywhere. Do it. <laughs> it also sounds oh, yeah. like a way to just get charged with cleaning it up. Yeah, 100%. Whoever did that is definitely cleaning it up. Uh, and the last one on this is cracked screen. If you have a family member or housemate working from home at the moment, download a picture of, of a cracked screen and set it as the screensaver on their laptop. Make sure you alter the settings so the screensaver activates after a very short period of time, like 30 seconds. They'll come back and their screen will have, have apparently shattered. So yeah, there's some uh, good pranks for everybody to not do. <laughs> I have yeah. way better ideas for pranks. Yeah, it's just like some of the shit that I've seen online for April Fool's is far better than that. It's Yeah, yeah. I mean, all you have to do is go to TikTok. I'm sure you'll see plenty. Uh, Jamie, what would you do uh, for April Fool's for your uh, significant other and or parents? And honestly, at this point, probably move some of her crystals. <laughs> Make her think that, you know, just, just light gaslighting because that's all that April Fool's is, right? Yeah, pretty much. Does she, does she have a cat, though? Oh, no. No fear okay. in this house. Good for you. Yeah, I, I almost murder my cats every day. 
when they when their mouth alarm goes off before my actual alarm, I I seriously this morning considered drop kicking my cat out the front door and just being done with it. Yeah, I don't blame you, man. All right, so this is a little odd, especially for the mirror, but this is weird. So this is TikTok news. Come on. Uh, time traveler claims clouds of smoke and ash from a super volcano will kill thousands. So it's a TikTok star, they say. A mysterious social media user who says he's a time traveler from the future has claimed that a super volcanic eruption in a few weeks will kill thousands. Uh, Eno Alaric now has over 26,000 followers on TikTok thanks to his regular warnings about supposed future events. And is in a new video. He and in a new video, he predicts. Jesus Christ! He predicts we are in for a few shocks across the rest of the year. So his previous prophecies have told of twin planets with Earth, alien visitors, and even the opening of portals allowing us to cross into other dimensions. But Time Warper, who claims he is from the year twenty six seventy one, now believes thousands of people will perish following the eruption of a supervolcano. In his latest clip, which has amounted more than 2,700 likes on the social media platform, he predicts that the fateful day will fall on July 18th. Mark your calendars, everybody. Fucking let's go, man. Day after my birthday. Well, yeah, why <laughs> not? What a way to fucking bring in your hangover. Nice super volcano. Fuck yeah. Uh, he says it's a disaster which will be covering the skies in a thick plume of smoke and ash. He, it is likely he's referring to Yellowstone, a dormant super volcano in the famous National Park in Wyoming. Hundreds of thousands of people will die. Wait, hundreds of thousands of people will die, sadly die in the disaster, he states. The rest of his message also makes for a roller coaster of emotions as he is, expects a bubonic plague to emerge from the melting ice caps, a Jurassic Park style dinosaur egg hatching, and an ancient civilization to be found in South America with technology more advanced than our own. This guy just sounds like a conspiracy theorist with dangerous misinformation. So, Sounds like somebody that might steal an ambulance. Yeah, so he's got all these little things that he's saying are going to happen. Wait, go up. When it was showing April 4th. What's happening? That's next week. April 4th, a bubonic plague is discovered in the melting ice caps. It infects 52,000 people before being contained. Well, that's not that bad. Uh, May 12th, a dinosaur egg is found in perfect condition after being incubated. It hatches, and it turns out to be a triceratops. Boring. June 4th, a large earthquake in the middle of the ocean opens a trench that is two times deeper than the Mariana Trench. When it opened, it let out many creatures thought to be extinct. Oh, here's another one. July 18th, the supervolcano in western United States erupts, covering the skies in a thick plume of smoke and ash. Uh, August 24th, an ancient civilization is found hidden in South America that has technology far more advanced than ours. September 18th, a magnetic field is found coming from Africa, it is so powerful that compasses are directed there instead of the north. Maybe that's a pole shift. Might be onto some. Huh. Well, I never take any of these things seriously. Anytime, especially some knob on TikTok being like, I'm from the future. Yeah, I would never take any of this seriously. But if anybody wants to, you can mark your uh, calendars for all those dates and let me know if it happened because I won't be paying attention, I'm sure. Doesn't seem very likely. The, the only thing that gives any rise of the Yellowstone call there. And there's like one guy that I check out every now and again to, to tap in and see where it's at. And he follows all the tectonic shifts of major areas and just has a, like a spinning globe and just like follows the tectonic flows. Interesting. Yeah, I know there's a lot of uh, 
I was going to say a lot of nerds like that, but a lot of very smart people that are into that and they'll, they'll watch the uh, Richter scales and all that kind of stuff and kind of try to predict when it's going to blow. They've been saying that that one's going to blow for a long time. I remember yeah, like 20 years that. ago. He called that one La Paloma a couple of weeks before it happened. He said, look at the tip. Look over here in the Azores. Something might go off and then uh, pop in. Huh. There were just a bunch of earthquakes there today or yesterday. Oh, really? In Yellowstone. Yeah, little ones. There weren't, they weren't like major. Oh, but... It's just the buildup. It's the, the, just the tip. Getting ready for it. All right, so this is one Jamie sent me. Uh, San Jose Police Union exec charged with attempt to import and sell valeral fentanyl, officials say. Jesus Christ, baby. I know, sorry. A <laughs> uh, 20-year-old employee of the San Jose Police Officers Association, Association charged in a scheme to distribute drugs, including fentanyl. Uh, president of the San Jose Police Officers Association said, I was just absolutely taken aback, shocked, became saddened. And as the days have gone by, I'm at a place where I am now angry. Oh, was that it? Oh, no, there it is. A federal prosecutor says it was a part of a scheme to distribute them in the U.S. Richard says Segovia had been with the union for nearly 20 years. So this is not surprising. I mean, if we talk about corruption all the time and I I mean, I, I don't know what the percentage of corrupt cops are, but it's probably quite a few, especially near the border. San Jose, though, I mean, he's probably just getting it straight from the cartels down there. They kind of do what they the thing want. Think about it, is man, it's like a, it's like an old woman. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's an old lady. Oh, that's, that's fucking gangster. So hilarious, and she was shipping him out of the fucking police office association building. Okay, yeah, here's the quote: This person has been really known as the grandma of the POA and it's not the woman we have known for well over a decade and so that's why it's been so difficult the woman who has helped fallen officers families helped organize fundraisers when the officers children are sick that's the person we know yeah it sounds like some breaking bad shit <laughs> gangster ass granny fucking trafficking fentanyl science Fuck bitch yeah yes <laughs> hmm well I want to meet this lady I wonder if she'll come on the show does it show a mugshot? She's or probably in jail. I didn't see one. Hmm. No mugshot of the granny. Well, there's a video, but eh, whatever. All right, and this is the other one Jamie sent me. The power couple of Oregon cannabis bankrolled top Democrats, even as their company's taxes and bills went unpaid. Shocker! Ooh. On a crisp evening last May, Rosa Caceres threw a party. It was a fundraiser for Oregon gubernatorial candidate Tina Kotek. Hosted in a 77,000-square-foot home in Portland's Northwest Hills. Gathered around a glass and oak stairway that spiraled. Why is this so detailed? Kazaris, uh, 34, and her longtime partner, Aaron Mitchell, have a high profile in the cannabis industry. La Mota, the chain they founded, grows weed in organ, on organ farms, makes extracts and vapes, and sells products at uh, dispensaries across the state. Between them, Kazaris and Mitchell, Mitchell are listed in business filings as manager, registrant, or member of blah, 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 get to the story. So her involvement in politics is equally noticeable. She serves as vice chair of Emerge Oregon, a training academy for women seeking elected office, and has told people she has an eye on high office herself. Kazir uh, has hosted several fundraisers and political gatherings at the Northwest Portland home, 
So, and this is for two for Oregon Secretary of State, Shamia Fagan, one for this other county's Jessica Peterson, and another for Kotek. Uh, but, but the party that May evening illustrated the central mystery of La Mota and its owners. On the one hand, the chain and its founders exude success, a willingness to expand quickly, and a history of being generous with political contributions. But WW has learned that beneath the trappings of success, there are problems. So she's issue. Okay, I'm trying to scan over this. Oh, yeah. Alleging so seven months of unpaid rent, extensive damage to the home. Oh, and there's also urine and feces thrown across the floor. All right. Where's my drop for that one? Shit. Hang on. Pee and poop. Yeah, pee and poop. Cat urine and feces. Ugh. It's way worse. And she, uh, totaling $1.4 million for non-payment of personal income and employment taxes. So I don't know why that would be that surprising that somebody who contributed to Democrats uh, didn't do their thing. I actually applaud them, though, for not paying their taxes. I mean, good for you. They're in Portland. Have you ever been to that dispensary, Jamie? No, it's all over the state, though. And they're, I used to work in the industry, and this was not very surprising to me because they're one of the widest spread like vertically integrated brands in the state but it it's all fucky on the back end because everything's an individual llc so they couldn't file their taxes if they wanted to like Weird. so are they just bad at business or were they doing this like yeah they're just terrible at business like they moved out here from florida and then just opened all this shit up based on money that they had from the recession and like started snapping up all these properties and made a sob story out of it and then started funding a bunch of Democrats. <laughs> and now fucking nice. Tina Kotek is in office and they're basically bankrupt. And it's just like, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find this one that Jen sent me. Where is it? Right there. Oh, where? oh there it is. I already read it, so it didn't show as... It showed as unread. So this is hilarious. Oh, I gotta share screen again. Hang on. This is some some AI news. Uh, a video of Will Smith eating spaghetti marks natural endpoint for AI development. So here's some. I mean, for the people that are uh, listening, just look it up. It's on Yahoo News. Will Smith eating spaghetti AI. Um, well, it's on Twitter. The video is on Twitter. Oh, is it? Yeah. So <laughs> the article says while the world debates the need to regulate experiments in artificial intelligence. Wondering at what point a race for increasingly sophisticated AI models could spiral out of control. We at the AV Club believe we have already identified the appropriate stopping point for AI development. Computer-generated images of celebrities eating spaghetti. Why would that be the end? Like, that's <laughs> the so worst disturbing. you can think I love of? It. No, All right, so, let's see that. Yeah, it's so, so good. I'm going to play this video and feel free to talk over if you guys want because I don't think there's sound on it but for the audio listeners. Yeah, there's no sound. It it is it's in everything you'd imagine him eating or uh, AI eating spaghetti would look like. It's fucking but, weird. It's oh god, sense. it's fucky because some of them are in reverse and it's almost like slightly dreamscape, psychedelic inspired. Oh yeah, yeah. it looks like they're high as balls. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't look. That's. Good. It's so weird. It's like this spaghetti's all over the place. He's just eating bricks of spaghetti. He kind his of eyes are all around. His brow yeah. is wide. He's all. It, it kind of looks like Will Smith. It does, but it also kind of looks like Samuel L. Jackson. Is that racist? But it, it, the, it's the way it did it. It's, his eyes or something. It's very crazy. 
This shit's walking straight down the uncanny valley, man. Oh, click that one. Which There's one another one. Who's this? I don't know. That's uh, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. All right, All Scarlett right. Johansson eating. Oh, why is oh. this annoying sound? Hang on. Oh. There we go. Sorry about oh, that. Oh, that is fucking Look at disturbing. That. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it makes me think that Scarlett Johansson has to be the whore of Babylon. She very well could be. I think all of Hollywood female celebrities are whores of Babylon. Jesus, the eyes are all over the fucking place. Yeah, the eyes are creepy. Yeah, they <laughs> they do have a way to go to get this down, but it's almost there. Like, I don't it's like pretty it. close. This is how AI sees us. They're just like, you guys are useless eaters. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, you fucking retards <laughs> smashing your face full of spaghetti and fucking yeah. rigatoni. Wow. Yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> too uncanny valley for you ben I, I guess there's a few of them so i guess you could find the rest of them if you really wanted to but jesus i don't even like wow yeah i don't i don't even like uh like scary movies and that's probably the scariest thing i've seen this week <laughs> <laughs> all right we're getting to the end here but we got two more stories so a texas woman hula hoops this is world record news by the way texas woman hula hoops while skating backwards for guinness world records I swear you can come up with fucking anything you want yeah. for a world record and they have it and you can do it. So a Texas woman combined her skills of roller skating and hula hooping to break a Guinness world record. Veronica Harris of Houston earned the, ro- the record for the longest duration roller skating backwards while hula hooping 33 minutes and one second. That's kind of impressive, actually. I can't, She's 54. Good for her. I can't even it's do weird, either but... of those things. So doing it both for... Over a half hour. Her skates looked weird too. It looked like they were on her toes or something. Looks like they have a video. Yeah. To see. I mean, in order to continue moving backwards that long, you're pumping with your skates. So it's basically like sinking the hula hoop with the rear, like pumping action. It's like bringing them in and drawing them out. Yeah. Oh, no, they're just regular old skates. Look at that. Oh, sorry. I, I didn't mean to cut them off. I didn't know their sound. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's really good. So she's not like going fast. Well, kind of. Shit. Huh. Very, uh, very good. Bravo, lady. Good for you and your record. What did you win? How much do you win? For... I don't think you win. You got to pay them to do it. So. Oh, you just get your name in the book. Yeah, That's you it? just get a cool little uh, video on UPI. Mm-hmm. Apparently. All right. And last story of the day, Australian creates world's widest wig measuring more than eight feet across. Why? Look at this motherfucker. Look at this thing. (laughs) I wonder if it's real hair. I haven't read the article. Uh, An Australia resident broke a Guinness world record when they crafted a wig measuring eight feet wide and six inches, measuring eight feet and six inches wide. Uh, Guinness world records announced that they broke the record for the world's widest wig when they created the oversized faux hairdo. Reynolds based the color and texture of the wig on their own hair and created a substructure to support the massive mop of fabric. The report structure, the support structure was made from a bike helmet, PVC pipe, pool noodles, cable ties, and aluminum rods. So let's see what this is. He's just moving in the video. Oh, it says I'm putting it on. And he even had bows in it. He must be trans. Huh. But do you see what I mean? Point. Like I could just make something up that's so stupid tomorrow and contact Guinness World Records and they'd be like, Yeah, sure, you can have uh whatever record you want. Yeah, it's basically Your call. finding the obscurest niche at this point, you know, getting a couple of words on a piece of paper for it. Some kind of fucking weird certificate of belief. <laughs> 
Oh, so dumb. But this is why it's Planet Retard. Yeah. Well, dude, before we get out of here, you got anything you want to plug or say anything to the people? Uh, no, man. I'm just fucking living. You're, you're so Portland, bro. Anything to plug at all. Well, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. And our regular show will resume Sunday, I believe. So we will see everybody then. Thanks. Oh. Cheers. oh.